0: Hello and welcome back to another instalment of the Talking Walls podcast. Today I'm in esteemed company as usual. I'm joined by Finn. Finn, how are we, son?
1: I'm all right, mate. Uh, just glad this isn't going out as a video, is it? This one because you're looking radiant, new trim, and I'm just, mate. Uh, I haven't seen oh. light in in a few weeks, but apart from that, I'm all good,
0: mate. Uh, this is, this trim's about three weeks. Oh so no, I've been on the beds <laughs> and stuff. Let me take a white, but apart from that, say for me yeah. no. <laughs> you have to get your sunglasses on and <laughs> um, of course we're not alone you can hear it, the laugh in the background there of harry mansell harry brilliant to see you fella how you been doing
2: yeah thanks for having me on
0: matt good to be here how, how you been keeping you've been keeping yourself busy now you got the little and the stuff
2: yeah uh all, all go but uh I've got the entertainment of wolves to watch to keep me occupied not <laughs> <Good deal. laughs> I'd rather be changing nappies or I would, fella. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, on today's show, um, unfortunately, we have to do a podcast, even though I don't want to. Um, we're going to be looking at the last three games, so the Fulham game, the Sheffield United game, and of course, the fantastic performance that was the Burnley game. we we'll are looking forward to the Black Country Derby on Monday. Well, we'll be previewing it, we won't be looking forward to it, um, and then we'll be talking about The hot topic at the minute, whether you're Nuno in, Nuno out or Nuno on the fence. And of course, we've got some of your questions, but we'll start with the Fulham game. Finn, um, a complete non-event until the 94th minute. Would you agree that?
1: Yeah. It just shows that a result just smoke smoke screens the whole thing because it was largely positive online. And if that goal doesn't go in, the lack of, I know it's going to be the sort of the theme of the show, I think, but. The lack of ambition against the team down there it was just it was so frustrating and then all of a sudden one nice move between a lot of young kids which we want to see gibbs white very underrated in that move to silver to adama bang everyone forgets about it and we move on to another another one nil win after that and yeah it's just every single game has been rubbish recently but fortunately in two of the ones we're going to talk about we managed to somehow i don't know how we didn't concede in and looking at that defence and how we didn't concede. One-nil wins. I pff, who cares? We're we're safe. We were yeah, safe on that game, weren't we? I mean,
0: I I think I think I, I tweeted something like when, like when is this gonna win? Look, like, I'm I'm sick of it. <laughs> um, to be fair, as as most games this season, I've been pretty pissed just to kind of get through it. I'm sure Harry could say the same probably the last 10 seasons, but um Harry watching that game, if you're if you do remember it, what what were your thoughts on it? Obviously, the 1-0 win with Adama scoring that absolute rasper carrot in the, uh, in the uh,
2: Well, it was a huge win, um, really, because I think it put, put the final... The doubts in the yeah. Wolves fans' heads finally went out the window. I think that win pretty much cemented our survival, but it was a poor game. Really boring to watch. VAR again. Yeah. VAR again, wasn't it? it? was the big talk when William Jose's goal got ruled out, which was oh, yeah. a good goal. But I think we did deserve the win, but it was so bad. We started off with a four at the back, didn't we, from memory. Then we switched when Neto went off injured. Mm. And I'm just glad we got the last minute winner. Fair play to Silva uh, being involved in the goal. Great finish by Adama, although from memory, I think it was like near post, wasn't it? From like a mad angle. So I don't know if the keeper could have saved it, but it was some power on it. And it was just a huge win. But again, like a lot of games this season the performance wasn't the best and it wasn't very entertaining was it but we got the win
0: no and, and looking at the xG and i appreciate it, it's not for everyone um fulham 0.96 wolves 0.58 absolute heritage <laughs> um but then you look at the shots that, that we had fulham had 14 wolves had seven so do you think it was a case of just, no cutting edge from both sides or two teams playing in a cagey affair trying not to draw blood first
1: yeah, you'd think a better team and we would be put to the sword there with how we played. Like And even Mitrovic, I'm glad Mitrovic didn't have a good game because you'd think normal informed Mitrovic would have been licking his lips at how we were playing. But um, fortunately, yeah, you can just see that that was why they're going down, isn't it? Basically, it was a shame. And like seeing them crying at the end, it was like, even as a Wolves <laughs> fan, I was like, you guys didn't deserve this. It's like we were so bad and we <laughs> somehow won. But, um, but no, yeah, any decent team, maybe even a team sat in 17th just above Fulham and they're going to put maybe even four past you. Um, in hindsight, so uh, so no, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a good performance. But that hit by Adama near post op, it happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, talk about the the, the the VAR decision as well. It was it, it, it was a close one, wasn't it? And I think with, in those instances, it's probably one of the closest I've seen, especially this season. Ridiculous. And it just it just sucks the enjoyment out of the game, doesn't it? And I know it's mm. always going to be the same when it goes against you, but stuff like that. I think you've got to give the striker the benefit of the doubt. And, OK, so, well, it's not subjective. You're either off or you're not. But if you've got to draw lines and analyse things for two or three minutes before coming to a conclusion, for me, that's that's not in the spirit of the game. And I talk about sporting integrity all the time, and that just blows that out of the water. But obviously, that wasn't the only talking point in that game. Pedro Neto going off with a with a patella patella injury. Now it's he, he found out he's broken his kneecap. Harry, how big of a blow is that for Wolves? Oh, it's
2: huge. He's been our best player this season, and I was just really disappointed at the time. I don't know what your lads' opinions is on it, but uh, Nuno got a lot of the blame for it because he took a knock for Portugal, didn't he? And then they knew he was he was injured, but I'm assuming the uh I don't know the physios etc. was like, yeah, he can play, and then he pulls it or whatever, damages his knee again, and he's out for god knows how long now. And he's been our best player. I still think he'll get Player of the Season, and. When it rains, it pours, on it. This season's just been one bad news after the other in terms of injuries, definitely. And I was gutted for him, to be honest, because I'd love to have seen him play in the Euros for Portugal.
0: Yeah, I think obviously I'm very known in the past and currently. Like I'm a big critic of Nuno. However, you can't blame Nuno for that. The, mm. the, the, the sports science team and the fitness team and talk about profiles and players at risk. Have, they, that, they, they would have known and they would have green-lighted it. So, if the fitness team say, yeah, he's ready to play, then you'd be, you'd be playing, wouldn't you? But it, it's a massive blow and, and I bet Jeff's good because it means he can't sell him in the summer. Um, <laughs> well, after Duncan Castle's podcast, it caused absolute outrage and numerous tweets calling for talking bollocks to be hung, drawn and quartered. <laughs> um, but that, that game, though, Finn, like, it, do you think it's a case of uh, one goal masking what was what's been basically the, the the story of our seasons was dreadful performance after dreadful performance.
1: Yeah, and you just think back to the games that we didn't just scrape through, like the start of that first sort of Jimenez period, I like to call it, where we were actually good. If we didn't get there, mate, we'd be in so much trouble. Like I can't think of the last time we played, and I thought God, we deserve that. But like, I can't think of a deserving win. Like, I remember, I remember we played quite well when we drew nil nil to Leicester, and it was like, yeah, all right, that was fair. I can't think of a time where I was satisfied, which is uh, in life, really. Um, but, no, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's just. <laughs> but no, yeah, but, but the games recently, even when we have won, as you say, yeah, it's, it's not felt, not felt good. Um, as for the neto thing, as you're saying as well, like I, I'm not really clued up on it. But if he if he's fractured his kneecap, was that what? Like, had he like minor fractured it, and now it's gone to a major? Like, surely it's unrelated. Like, it's I mean, is guy. it like? I don't know how it, it might, works. It might be
0: the patella tendon, which is just just sits underneath the kneecap. And when um when he pulled his strapping down on, on his sock, my dad said to me, "That's his patella. That is." I was like, "How he's all? You know when you're like commentators dog knows an injury from like fifty yards in the gangster And then <laughs> they run it off like two seconds later. I was just like, "Shouldn't be nothing." And um <laughs> and it turns out it's exactly what he said. It was just purely from the, from the strapping. But I think it's his patella tendon. But it's all. I mean, I, I'm not. Not no doctor, but I think I think it is all linked. Like I would say just under the kneecap. But you've got Nuno saying that he might make the Euros. It's got absolutely no chance of making the yeah, Euros with an injury know. like that. I think it, yeah. it it's just it's just wish, wishful thinking. And we have been really unlucky with injuries, haven't we? But I still don't think that's the the sole reason or as big as a contributing factor as to as to why our season's been so poor. You know what? You know what? Really winds me up is that Sheffield United put us into a full sense of security the first game of the season because that yeah. first game of the season, I'm like, We are flying, this what is a like win, <laughs> yeah. it's the league, like, we're, yeah. we're absolutely flying. Um, and yeah, like you said, that the Fulham game was just it did really mask over the, the, the cracks. And I don't know how many times I need to keep saying it, it's been the story of our season, but you know, three points on the board, like Harry said, kind of affirms our. Our Premier League safety, which is which is madness, considering at the start of the season we're saying we could get top four. Um, and fans still <laughs> seem to be happy with that, which is fair enough. So, we'll move on to the next game, which was the Sheffield United game. And oh, God, I don't know. I mean, try, as as the host now, without with obviously me doing the podcast and not Dave, try and stay impartial, but Jesus <laughs> riced it was bad, wasn't it? Harry, I, I, oh, do, you, I, do you remember the game first? Or
2: yeah, I don't even yeah. to, to the pub to have a couple, but I, I just remember sitting there. I was watching it with my dad and uh, I just sat there first half and I was like, this is painful. Like this is so bad. I just couldn't believe it. I, I, I'm going into the game, I was like, wouldn't it be nice if we just go and absolutely lever on now? I don't know why I thought that because we never do. I was, I was I was hoping it'd be like a four-nil, but we know that's not gonna happen. And then I saw the formation and it was it was the five at the back. And I was just like, "What's going on here?" And then we, we eventually got the goal, but Sheffield United deserved a draw. I thought, to be honest, the only positives for me coming out of it was Force Tomato played well again. He did against Fulham. The goal was a really good counter attack, and William Jose finally got his goal. But apart from that, though, I can't really. And obviously, the win, it was very disappointing and just so boring to watch, like painful. Yeah.
0: I think it's a good point you're presenting about Samido. He's definitely been our most consistent player the last two months. But he doesn't look like a 30 million pound player yet, but I think he's going somewhat towards um reaching that valuation. I think he I think he's been excellent. But Finn, Sheffield United, Wolves won Sheffield United nil. What were your thoughts? I bet you enjoyed it, didn't you?
1: Oh, yeah, every <laughs> second. I think that's a there's a real contrast, as you said, for that first game of the season against Sheffield United. Wolves 4.0, flying forward, getting the goals early, good first half, and then oh, it just got, it reverts back to to type of the last sort of 12 months. Um, it was summed up in that game. Sheffield United really unlucky not to score. Just before, didn't they? Yeah. And even later on, um, they, sh- they should have got one, really. And I think that's been the story of their season, losing 1 0, w- and we did it to him again. But Jose's goal, is it a positive? Because if he misses from there, it's one of the biggest negatives of all negatives this season. Like, you've got to be putting that away. Adam was good for it. And as you say, Samedo. I, I, I'm i undecided on Samedo because teams are clearly targeting him. So it's like, if he's playing yeah. as well as we think, why is everyone like I saw today, like Sky Sports was. Up the side he's in like the top five for tackles, but is that because everyone's just going at him? Like I, I there's so much praise you can give him, but then it's not like every manager isn't stupid. They're obviously they've seen stuff in the past, maybe and maybe he's getting better, but some of the stats sometimes cloud that it's just because people have seen him as a weakness, if you know what I mean. But he has been I agree, he has been better and on the ball, there's not many, many better fullbacks in the league or wingbacks
0: Yeah. Um I I mean, I, I really like him anyway. I think I think he's gonna be a good addition. To, mm. to to the squad especially next season once he's found his feet a bit more but yeah it, it, it was really really bad and like you said Sheffield United really lucky not to come away with a point from that and you, you know it, it's it's a it's a good finish from Jose and we don't really see a lot of him making those corner runs but for me I just think he's a bit of a car toss what do you think Harry do you think he'll be here next season or?
2: well after we lost to West Ham he was awful that game and I was just like I didn't want to see him again to be honest I was like get Fabio in like a lot of Wolves fans but he scored a good goal away at Fulham. I know it was disallowed for VAR, and then he took that mm. goal well. So maybe I, I, sh- I still personally wouldn't sign him. I don't think he's shown enough. But the, the talk was, the rumour was before these games that we were go- going to. I don't know if you can believe that. And I just don't rate him, to be honest. I'd rather try and get someone else and send him back.
0: I think it wasn't ne- necessary for us to bring a striker in purely to take the burden off Silver because we're in yeah, great danger of ruining the kid's career at 18. Before he's even really kicked the ball, but Finn, how, what what what's your opinion on the, on the Jose saga? I know Wolves are, t- I think, trying to negotiate less of a fee than the was it twenty million quoted. Um, hmm. But what what would you do if 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 you were given that the opportunity, would you sign him?
1: If he was twenty three or so, I, I just can't see a positive. Say he was like, oh, he's young, he's got time to develop. We've seen flashes, but he should be peak, if not slightly past it now. And I haven't seen, like, the first few games, I was thinking, oh, he's holding it up better than Silver was. And even now that's gone, I can't see, especially 20 million, if it was, like, five and he's a squad player, then maybe. But for me, I haven't seen anything that warrants signing him. If it's a try before you buy, like, I haven't seen anything to be like, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll carry on with this personally. If any of you, like, I'm, I'm open to, to hearing things, but for me, I'm not. A
2: lot of people to point to, to the fact that our form kind of turned when we signed him. And we had like a little bit of a run, didn't we? But I think that's more down to coincidence, to be honest, because like, he wasn't <laughs> scoring. And like you say, at first, he was holding up well on that. And the first few games, I was really like, oh, I like the look of him. And yeah. then he's had games where the balls are coming to the box. He's nowhere near it. Like, he needs the ball to come straight to him. And Neto, in some games, was getting in front of him for the header and things like that when the ball was crossed in. So he just hasn't shown it for me at, at all, really.
0: No, I, I completely agree with that. I think, like I said, I think he's a bit of a car horse. And usually with players who are playing for a contract, alas, Jamie O'Hara, when they're on loan, unbelievable. As soon as they signed, <laughs> yeah. so I, don't think it, I don't think it can get any worse. But I, I, I feel for him in the way that the system that we're playing, I, I remember watch, watching the game on Sunday against Burnley, and we're 3-0 a, a down, and there was only there was only him attacking. Like, Adama mm. and Pudence were just pinned back in their own half, and... <laughs> Are you are you going to be really that effective when you're the the lone striker in a league you're not used to be playing in? I think if you maybe put if you put him in a better team, thing, do you reckon he'd, he'd, he'd score more goals. A, a more attack, yeah. so if you put him in the Leicester side. Do you think he'd get more goals, or do you just think he's not cut out for it?
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. I think we could say that with all like how many times a season have I said like, oh, if you put Neto in the Man City team, he would bag twenty, and he's mm-hmm. got like the five for us. I do feel like you do have to take attacks off for Wolves attackers. Like Jimenez would be getting 30 anywhere else, but gets like 18, 20 for us. I think that that is a fair point. When you've got one person, like there was one where he, I think it was just him and Adama when it was 3 0 down to Burnley, just him and Adama in their half. And it's like, what can you do with that? Like, so he is fighting a losing battle in that sense. It's just, I think we've been so used to like Jimenez doing it all. And there's like clips of like his Liverpool goal that always comes up where he receives it, puts it out, and then he's on the end of it as well. I think maybe we've expected too much of him. There's not many of those around, but. Yeah, if we, I just can't see any reason why you would sign him unless we're going to play four at the back, and all of a sudden now till the end of the season, he he bags what four or five goals. Hmm. I just can't see it happening.
0: Yeah, I'm just um, I'm just looking at the bench of the Sheffield United game. We had Hoover, Silva, Gibbs, White, um, Vitinha, Lewis, Richards, Kilman, Otasawi, Corbianna. What Harry? What are these young players, such as the likes of Otasawi? Corbiano, even Gibbs White, even though he's, what, 21, 22, and Vitinha, what have they got to do to get a
2: game? Because the lads who are keeping them out of the team at the minute aren't performing. Yeah, and I thought, especially after the Fulham win, I thought we'd start seeing them start. But I think, as silly as it sounds, I think because there's the money in the Premier League, I think maybe Geoff Sheehan wants want to jump up a few places. So Nuno's like, right, I'm going to play my best available team, although obviously the best available team are pretty shit at the moment. But... I don't know, mate. I don't think he trusts them because the Atosawi, he's, he's, he's made, he had a blunder in the even come on against Man City. You think of that one, the miss away at Brighton. Gibbs White, obviously we know we know about him. The Canadian lad, whose name I can't pronounce you just said, I would give him a go. Why not? Uh, but I think mm-hmm. he'll, uh, Fabio Silva will be the one who will start over William Jose, was not he, if he does start. So I think throw him in now for the rest of the season, but I genuinely don't think we will. I think Nuno will keep sticking with what he's been doing and playing what he feels is the best team, which yeah, I don't agree that, with.
0: I, th- I think that I, th- I think the uh, sporting merit is two million pounds. So obviously, if you finish above, you get two million pounds per place. So th- I mm. suppose if we, if we climb the table and you know get through... And we, F- threw, F- we yeah. literally
2: threw the FA Cup away, didn't we? Because I think this is we what, wanted to what, climb what up are. the league. Yeah, so like it, don't make sense now for him to start throwing all the kids in and just doing. Yeah. I, I'd love to see it, but I think in his mind and in Jeff Sheer whatever's mind, that they, they want to see us climb the league. And we, we threw the FA Cup, which is still that the season pretty much ended for me when that happened. In in yeah. emotionally, I was just like, I'm done, <laughs> I'm done after he did that. I, I remember after the I remember after the Albion game
0: obviously that video went out and caused a quite a you know quite a ruckus within the wolves mm. Twitter community. So for, I, I I said the only way that and we'll come on to this in the, in a later part of the podcast, the only way that Nuno kind of um, makes up for, or, or on, on back being Nuno in, so to speak, is if we win the FA Cup or have a very good run in the FA Cup or we finish the season strongly and we've done neither and one we threw away completely. So like you said, not going for any FA Cup, it looks even more daft now. But um, yeah, what about you, Think What do you think the these young players have got to do to get... To get into this team because there's the, the likes of then Donka and even Neves aren't aren't pulling up any trees, and I'd like to see Alfa Sawin personally, and I don't really like Pedence either. Um, I'd I'd like to see Corbiano giving it a try, but what do you reckon? It's just a case of Nuno not trusting them. I know he said some things about Corbiano's arrogance as well as anything.
1: Yeah, Otteson is the main one for me, especially with Dendonka's performance at the weekend. I just, honestly like anyone could have done a better job in there, let alone this absolute like unit that we put. I, I watched him play today, albeit against Norwich's kids, and he just, <laughs> he just like could just push them off. All. I know that's hard against Burnley, but he couldn't have done a, a worse job. As with um, with Corbiano, with Pedence as well, as you say. I mean, I rate Pedence when it's Pedence on form, but we haven't seen that since. I know he's had two injuries, probably guys. before those two injuries. Yeah, yeah the dog as well. Um, so, yeah, it's not been not been the best of seasons for him. When he first came in, he was unbelievable. And I, I hope we can get back mm. to that. But uh, for those young boys, I think Gibbs White hasn't really... I mean, he hasn't done anything great apart from that Fulham turn. But he hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> I'd be knocking on his door, especially if we could just play four for a few games. Virginia as well. I think we're probably going to sign him. So whether it was like... Nuno's customary. Don't do anything for thirty games, and then we'll bring you in once you're used to the system. Um, eight Nori's obviously there by force, um, but I thought he was the only decent player at the weekend. There's a lot of good players there. Like and and as I said in the last podcast, it's sink or swim. For, why not chuck Corbiano in for five games if Pedes yeah. is off the boil and there's no one else? Chuck him in, see what he can do. See if he does chip a penalty down the middle like he did, and, and Nuno wasn't happy Hopefully, about it. Yeah. Just 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 give him a go because there's nothing. Nothing exciting this,
2: going um, on just This Corbiani, right Honestly, I don't know anything about him really is he a central mm. striker can he float about can he play could he
1: he's do anything on the right on
0: the right positions on the right doesn't he?
2: Is that yeah,
1: yeah so well, maybe with be the um, then. To... The under 23s have sort of fluctuated fluctu- I don't know if that's the right word but swapped between like obviously when we have three in midfield two up front and two in midfield three up front so he's played on the right if we play three up front or he's played as a mm. striker yeah. as well in a 2 um but it just seem to be yeah, off the off the right cut, cutting in on his left and um he, he might be rubbish, who knows? I mean he's played scored mm. for Canada, but most people could so but we, d- we don't know until <laughs> <WC>, do we see <laughs> doing
0: mm, it's um it's it, it is a strange and it makes you think that all all is not what meets the eye with Otta and mm. Corbiano because they're obviously playing really well in the under twenty threes and the first team aren't playing well at all. But like you said, I suppose well, we probably won't even get to see him the, for yeah. the rest of the season, which is probably what's a little bit disappointing. I just want someone else to come in because he's so stale. Like, so, I yeah. say someone else to come in, like just different players, or just just give him a chance, even if it's just like forty-five minutes. Or like, we're safe now, or not mathematically, but we pretty much are. Like, just gi- yeah. just give him a go, like.
2: Yeah, when Ottawa came on against when he made his debut against Chelsea, was it when he came on for the second oh, half? He was brilliant then, and then he, he he has one little blunder or he does something new I don't like, and that's it. It's just like cutthroat, isn't it. I don't
0: know I why. He, did, you need know, give him a little, little bit more of a point. chance. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard a few podcasts. Where I think it was a modern new view with Tim Spears. They said like his attitude is—he's not scared to have a go with the coaching staff or say they're wrong and stuff. And mm. he might—he may might just need to play the game a little bit more if he wants to feature. But after that City game, that mistake, you could see Nuno was seething. But yeah. he's a young player. He makes mistakes. He's not like we were—we were, we were in like one 0 up. We were—we were getting absolutely battered anyway. So
1: yeah,
0: um, let's move on. Let's move on to the Burnley game, lads. <laughs> oh my God, Harry, was that the worst performance of the season? Ah, uh, it's oh by a
1: mile. Like, well, we've had so many bad. There's a lot of four nil, Harry. But... I was going to say there's quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's. No, it,
2: right? I, th- I think it's because it's so raw. It's just. <laughs> but Willie Bolly, right? I'm just going to start with him because I've, he's our best defender. I think we all agree with that. But even he had a nightmare, that first one when it went over his head. And then Connor Cody, I, I hope he hasn't affected his England chances if Gareth Southgate was watching that because he got turned inside out like an octopus by Chris Wood. Who is there a stat like he's the first player to get a first half hat-trick since like Michael Owen or someone else in the I've 90s? he got 20, and like 23 years or something like that. Yeah, we, we've made Chris Wood look like Aguero somehow and... It was, the players all, I've heard people say they should donate their wages and things like that. I agree. They just didn't turn up. People are saying they're on the beach, but I think it's worse than that. It was just so shocking. And the back three of Bolly, Sace and Cody, once upon a time, was really solid and we could, we could rely on them. But this season especially, it's been so fragile and Burnley, let's be honest, we, we can't be going 3-0 no down at half-time against Burnley. It's it's just absolutely ridiculous and it was shocking, absolutely shocking all round. I'd like
0: to say give Burnley a bit of credit because obviously they played well, mm. but I, like you said, like, we shouldn't... It's going to sound really arrogant and you might get Burnley fans if they are watching up to this point commenting, but like, we, we should be beating teams like Burnley even with the players we've got now. We, 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 we just should, but you make a very good point about that back three, mate, like that hasn't changed since we've come up from the championship. Why hasn't that not been addressed in how many windows? Well, it will, as apart from Vallejo, obviously, Saul so- so Bennett, I say, in the middle in the championship, but it's obviously not good enough. Bolly has mm-hmm. been off the boil for a good year now since he had that injury in Jan, December 2019, maybe January 2019, yeah. where he did his ankle. He's not, he's not been the same player, he's not been the colossal that we used to. Cody is. Again, and it's that same conversation around him. Great leader, not so good at the actual soccer. And then Saez is just a utility man who who is out of his depth at, at, at right centre half. But Finn, can you see Wolves signing two or three centre halves this summer? Because I can't even see a signing one.
1: Maybe one. But I also, uh, do you know what the thing is with when Saez is at left and when Saez is at the right? Because you could see, but maybe three or four times, obviously, the was it the fourth goal? Was Sace hmm. giving it away because he was awkward on his left foot on the right? Yeah. I mean, Sace has been on the left and on the right. I remember specifically he was on the right in the cup final. Uh, sorry, the cup semi-final. What? Why? Why do it? And what, when you see I, that he's giving it away three times, why not swap him over? Bolly's comfortable yeah, on for, either.
2: I prefer it when Bolly's on the right and he's on the left. I think I, that yeah. year when Bolly scored that last minute goal away at Besiktas last year, I remember Bolly played right centre back. Then of the three, and I prefer that. So I don't see. Well, I agree with you. I don't see why he's on that side just for balance either way
1: it shouldn't be that next that though yeah it shouldn't be that three either way next season in whichever order. but it just for now it annoys me and I think yeah getting one in um will probably be realistic but you could say every position at the moment (laughs) needs replacing um but no yeah I, I I'm I'm confused by that and especially it really got to me when Sace had given the ball away I think three times on the right obviously not comfortable playing it down the line because he couldn't and there you go. There's a goal from it, and I think in general, Nuno seems to be like in his pre-match. He seems to be scared of Burnley. Like he talks them up so much, which sometimes they deserve. But even even Dave on the preview, I know the guy that Dave had on. He said Burnley have been in the top ten the last two seasons, and now we're seventeenth. We, we haven't been the same team. So why why have we given them this respect? as they're like this holy grail, and and they're seventeenth. They're literally one place off relegation, and they were unbelievable. It's a uh...
0: Uh, they they bully us and you but you know what you know yeah. why they play, they whip balls into that corridor between the centre halves and the two wide centre halves and it just you just couldn't deal with balls over the top simple <laughs> headers like I said on the the fans react like if you if you're an under 11s team the goals like that you'd be absolutely fuming and even even the goal from the corner how many goals do you see direct from a corner these days like without it like being yeah. flicked on or anything it's 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 basic basic stuff and. I've seen people blame Nuno for the first two goals. I'm like I we very I'd very doubt that I doubt the fact that if Nuno has told them to go and set up and play like that because it was pathetic. It was absolutely pathetic and that the, the players should be should be ashamed of themselves for turning and out performance like that.
2: That formation is meant to be our safe formation as well. Like <laughs> not as if we had four at the back you know what I mean it's it, that's yeah, that what made it even way, worse to yeah. me. We didn't play four <laughs> at the
0: back. So- we <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's, a, it, it, it's a shambles but this is what I don't get Like well, we've been pumped for nil four times this season now four or three yeah West Ham Liverpool, Am, West Liverpool Burnley. 4-1 City 4-1 City uh, yeah they all blur into one and it's like a bad day at the office it's it's not it's really really not a bad day in the office look at our results this season it, it's 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 not been good enough. And, and then it's like, it's the players, the players aren't good enough. And the players got us to, like, two seventh-play finishes. Like, so, why, why are they all
2: of a sudden not good enough? I agree. Some of yeah. them aren't. But, so what? But maybe it's complacency, maybe, because we come off the back of two 1-0 wins. They're probably comfortable. But still, that's no excuse, really. Burnley, obviously, needs to win to pretty much stay up. So... It's just not acceptable on any level. Is it? It's hard. I'm trying to think of excuses to make, but I can't really. It's just one of them where you can't defend the performance. And every Wolves fan I've spoke to and seen on social media was absolutely fuming. And you've got to be, haven't you, after that? It was it was just absolutely shocking. Chris Wood, yeah, You say it's so funny
1: to, to even say that. <laughs> and crucially as well, if you're Sam Allardyce watching, you know, corner goals, easy balls oh. over the top. Mate, you're licking your lips Anyone for the weekend, about it. Monday. <laughs> I don't even want
0: to think about it. But like you said, Harry might be complacent. It was just got just got two one nil wins, but we played the exact same way we played against Burnley as we did against Sheffield United and Fulham. It was just against a a, a, a team that bloody wanted it and wanted to win. And the the minimum requirement for a professional footballer is maximum effort. And not one of them players, apart from Sylvan, can come on, can say, you know what, i bust him my bollocks there. And yeah. that is unacceptable. We're, as Wolves fans, we don't expect a lot. But what we do expect is him to put a shift in. And it was it was absolutely pathetic. And it's it's a good job there's no fans in the ground because I don't think he'd have kept his job after that game for the fans in the ground. Not with the, the way we've been playing this season. What do you think to that, Finch? Do you think that's a fair statement or... So, saving grace and having fans at the minute, might I tell you.
1: Yeah, but also like sacking him now when there's literally no threat oh, of no, anything. Not him now, yeah, at the end of the season. Yeah. I. It, the thing, I watched, uh, I, I fell asleep the other day watching the football. It wasn't even a Wolves game for once. Um, <laughs> and I woke up again and Sky Sports was on. And it was this like alternate thing they had of a Liverpool Man City game. And it was like, obviously, you can watch with no crowd noise. And uh, but it was like from the sideline and stuff and filming the conversation, like the manager shouting on it. It is so like if you're three nil down in that situation and it's just silence, I don't, there is something really different. I can't see us losing four nil with fans in there. I don't think we'd have allowed it. Can you, I, I don't know. Did we ever lose four nil under yeah. Nuno? With, like, I, it's like chicken and egg, isn't it? Cause it's like, obviously if that game was played out with fans there, it'd have been awful. But would that game have ever been played out? And you can't, mm. I know every team doesn't have fans and it's, it's sort of an excuse that we've been using all season. So when does it start to wear thin and you say, this is the same for everyone? Obviously, we've probably got more of an influence than a lot of teams in the league. But I, I seem to flip-flop on it, on, on where do I stand on it? Because every time I see like actual footage from there, it's like, God, do you even feel like this is a proper Premier League game? But at the end of the day, it's your, your job and you should. So I, I don't know where to stand. It's been, it's been like that for a year now. Now, like, Surely you get... Yeah. You know, so like, I'm sure... Obviously, not the case to
0: you, Harry. But working from home thing, a bit reduced now, aren't you? Look at me! Mate, was... I haven't
1: seen sunlight in years. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like, it's like we're all we're all in a, in a pretty sick situation. Hopefully, it's starting to upturn a little bit. But it's like, it, I don't think those excuses warrant. It, it, maybe if you weren't finished, it's like eleventh or twelfth. But mm. so, what, we're twelfth now. It doesn't feel like it. it. Feels like we're like twenty fourth. <laughs> <laughs> In the playoffs, I don't, like I don't think it, I don't think it's a valid excuse. I, I really don't. But before we move on to the Black Country Derby, which I'm really, really not looking forward to, have you got any more? Have you got any comments on the on any more comments on the Burnley game? Harry? Or do you just,
2: just want to forget about it? Uh, I do, just want to forget about it. But I hope there's a response. Um, they usually well. Not so much this season, but there usually is a response. There's got to be, obviously, with Albion coming up. But I just want to go off the back of the crowds and the would it would have been different. I think yeah, it would have been different. I think we'd have at least responded. Um obviously they would have been sh- the, everyone would be going mad at halftime if we'd have 3-0 down. We'd have responded a bit better second half. And I do think I, we, I know we're gonna go on to the Nuno in the Nuno out debate in a bit, but I know it's the same for everyone with the crowds and that, but Molyneux is it is di- a different place for fans in there and this season would have been like it has been, in my opinion. So, we'll get on to the Nuno in and out bit, though. Uh, uh,
0: how do you know? How are you spend after the game in the Concourse <laughs> <laughs> I
2: watch on the telly, then I can
0: hear it for the tunnel. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about that the other day, I just like miss going down for a beer at half time, just yeah. seeing you there like that. Mm. it's all the war
2: I message Chris quite a lot as he's of us that he always does his top off yeah, he's like, yeah, I was saying to him I'm sure I actually miss it just the people you don't see in that in it as well I miss that yeah. as much as just the football and things like that Chris for anyone who doesn't
0: know me if you've ever sat in the North Bank they've been there years haven't they Harry they're like yeah, yeah. As, you, as you look onto the pitch there to the right at the front and there's like three or four of them and they stand there come <laughs> Rain or sun with the tops off singing, it's absolutely brilliant. And so it's kind of yeah, character you do, and they they are good lads. And I think Chris might listen anyway. So if you are, I hope you're keeping well, fella. But lads, next Monday we're kick off time. Um, we've got the Black Country Darbo. How much are you looking forward to this thing?
1: Years, mate. I had been looking forward to it for years, Um and now it's here. It's just typical, isn't it? Like, how many times have we said over even the last? Three years in the championship, or four years, God, we'd absolutely slap Albion, wouldn't we? And it's they're both both games have come at the worst time. Even like where we were on that little run, sort of like January, February, I, I reckon we could have taken them then. And now it just feels like it's, it's just typical, isn't it? They're going to beat us, and they I don't think they're going to stay up. So then it will play them again in five years, and all of a sudden we'll have a crisis then as well after five years of brilliance, and it's just going to happen again. But yeah, as, as you say, six o'clock on a Monday. West Bromwich Albion. It's what dreams are made of, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's at the bank holiday. I have had to put the Tuesday off. I said to my manager, "If we lose, I'm not going to be in a fit state to work. And if we win, I'm not going to be in a fit state to work." Um, so it's just very, very personal for me living in West Brom and stuff. And I, I, I I hate them so much. And like you said, we this is the first time in probably, but well, it's certainly my lifetime. I know Harry, you're a little bit older, um, that on paper, we are a lot better than West Bromwich Albion. Um, and for me, it's all, we could have finished 17th and as long as we beat them twice, I wouldn't have cared. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's, that's what it means to me. So it, it's a lot, it's it's a deep, deep hatred. Um, but, like you said, it's just, just, we've got two jobs all season, that's to beat them twice. And they, they well, obviously they beat us at Molyneux. Do you reckon they're going to get a result against us again, Harry, or do you think it might be a um, bit of revenge for the for the previous fixture, and we might be able to send them down.
2: Yeah, I'm um, the opposite. The pre the last game when they beat us, I couldn't see any version of them beating us at all. I was so confident going to that game, even though we were struggling a little bit and didn't look the best. I, they were so bad, I just couldn't see us losing. And obviously, we lost that. But going into this one, I think they're the favourites. I didn't catch the Villa game, but. The game against Chelsea, when Chelsea went down to 10 and they just absolutely battered them and they were like prime Barcelona in spells. So that's what worries me. They're showing little spells they're playing really good football and we're playing the way we are. So I, I just can't see anything but an Albion win, unfortunately. But I hope there's a response from the Burnley loss. I hope that the players want to do it and do it for the fans. They, they All the messages before the last one was, we know what it means to the fans and that, but it didn't feel like it on the day, did it? So let's hope uh, people like Cody can drill it into them and like you say, it's horrible. Like, I remember the 5-1 back in the day when Mick McCarthy got sacked. That was one of the worst games I've ever been to. And it just hits different when it's against the Albion. All your mates, you know, and that and getting the bragging rights. And they'll be happy to do the double on us and get relegated. We're, we won't hear the end of it until we play them again, which could be like another five years. So I hope we do it. But right now, I don't feel like we're going to get the win, unfortunately.
0: No, I'm, I'm not very confident. And You might think this is an extremely negative podcast, but at the minute there's not much to shout about anyway. Uh, it's Yeah, I'm I'm really, really not looking forward to it. And knowing what Big Sam can do against teams that are too nice, um, can't deal with set pieces, get bullied. It's a match made in heaven for them. Yeah, even talking about it now, I'm just really, really (laughs) not looking forward to it. However, if we do go and beat them, I'll be over the moon. I'll be absolutely over the moon, but I just can't see it happening. Finn, who starts for you on Monday? What system do you play? I know you want to play off shall we? But I don't think we'll chuck him in for a backcountry no. derby. What if you're Nuno? What do you do? Well,
1: the, as Harry was saying, like as and he couldn't see a version of how we'd be beat last time. That was two penalties and a long throw. So, like, it can't happen. Do you go? Th- oh, I don't know. They play four-two-three-one, don't they? Basically, and if we've got better players, man for man and we can fit that system, I'm leaning towards that. As you say, normally it's five at the back for make sure we don't concede. That's gone out the window of the last game, but had worked quite well previously. I'm undecided. I just know that, as in, you know, like I was saying in the last podcast, it's almost like um, next season, you'd sort of swap per for Cody, like the 10 for the, the sweeper almost, and swap between the five and the four. It's, I probably, I'm leaning towards the four, and just, as you say, we are better man for man we've got a better squad and that should prevail but I just it's just going to be you know two corners a dodgy penalty and it's just going to be the same again no matter how we set up I feel really really negative as you say and I'm trying to think of a way we can do it but watching that Leicester game the other week pure pace did them so as we could if we could get as much pace in the team like with Vardy in the up front Pedence, Adama, someone in the hole maybe even Fabio up front. I think he did well against West Brom last time and I'm sort of leaning towards the four. I don't know what you lot think.
2: All right, I'll, you can tell the yeah, four, fella. Well, I, I, honestly, I've got no idea what he's going to do but if I had to guess, I would say he's going to go with a very similar team to Burnley, as mad as it is. I think he'll probably try and yeah. give him a chance to, you know, bounce back and improve but, 'Cause obviously you've mentioned the limited options, but I'm, I'm gutted good we haven't got Neto because he's pretty much our only shining light. We need a dharma yeah. to be on it. I don't know what's happened to dents And I agree I'd probably look to start Fabio, although he's that harsh, because obviously we mentioned Jose finally got his goal the other week and I don't know. What's Kraken Matinho. Can it will he be around to play? Do you think no maybe? word really? I think it'd be similar, happened, mate. I think it'd be a similar team and it will because if we go four at the back and then we're just all leaky at the back, everyone's gonna be annoyed. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I just don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know. We've not beaten
0: Albion at the Hawthorns since. Oh, got to be twenty odd years, hasn't it? Something like that. I've, yeah, I've, I've been a few it's been, times. Been I've a very, very, very long time. I've not done it as long as I've been going to games. Um, I just I don't even don't even know where. So like I said, if we do it, we're gonna be over the moon and. I, if we beat the Albion and the rest of the games of the season, I'm not really asked about. Like, as long as we beat them and beat them at their place so that hoodoo is over, that's all I'm really asked about now from here until the end of the season. And that might sound small time and Tim Pop, but it's um, we've not had a lot to shout about this season. And this is an opportunity for the players and the manager and the club to restore a bit of pride because this season they've, they've let us down. And then not let us down more so than that game against the Albion, where it was, again, an mm. absolute pathetic display. So, over to you, fellas. It's now time for you but, to,
2: yeah, to, Matt, to put us smile back on our faces. It's, it's huge as well because, obviously, we've lost 4-0 to Burnley. We mentioned before we come on, I do feel like the Nuno Alp brigade is growing a lot. And I think if we lose again against Albion, especially off the back of the Burnley one, it's going to be... Because a lot of people are really angry, aren't they, after results. And if we lose, it'll be screens for Nuno out, which I don't want. Even if we did lose to Albion, I still want Nuno to be here next season. That's what worries me. I just hope they can show a bit of fight and show the Mm. fans they care. And if we do win, people forget about Burnley fairly quick. So let's just hope we can do it, man. This this
0: means more than any other team, Um, any other game. And I don't think the players quite know what, Beating the Albion means to us Wolves fans. And again, you might sound Tim Pot and small time just another game, but it isn't. This is a horrible, horrible ride where it spanned years and years of torment, of 5 1, of them being better than us. And now is the opportunity for them players to play for pride and play for the shirts next season because there's not many of them at the minute who I'd want in that team next season. So. Over to you, fellas. It's down to you. Put some pride back up on, on the table for us. Give us something to smile about and go and fucking beat the Albion. Anyway, moving on. A little uh, <laughs> rant. it's We've got to talk about it, fellas, and I know it's a topic that causes a lot of people to have stupid outbursts and call people silly names and y'all don't know what you're on about and go and support them, look down road and all, all that nonsense, but we need to talk about the managerial situation at Wolverhampton Wanderers. And like you said, Harry, the concerns are growing more and more than, than they ever have been before, I'd say, over the future of Nuno Espirito Santo. I'm going to ask, ask you both the simple question of Nuno in, Nuno out, Finn. How how do you see it at the minute and what would you do at the end of the season?
1: Well, my, my one-word answer would be in at the moment, but on the point that I sort of made before we started recording, I think if he was brought in at the start of this season, I think it would be pretty much unanimous. I can't see many positives at the moment, but it's because I've got that blind loyalty. Um, Maybe it's why I'm not successful with with women because they just mug you off after you trust them. Um, But it's like... (laughs) Sorry, that's a few times now, isn't it? Um, No, yeah, it's... uh, I think I've got that built up sort of, I don't know, money in the bank. or like I just... I could never really turn on him unless it's like twentieth bottom of the little Like he's got credit in the bank basically for me, um, yeah. but I can see people's points. I'm not like oblivious, not hundred percent fixed. Like especially if just on this season, mate. I can't. There's not much you can defend. It's literally going back a year at least to have any sort of counter point, unless you're going with lockdown points like no preseason, no fans, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which every team has had.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 it's kind of similar to Finn. It, it's hard to say off the back of the burning result, but he's got he, he's got money in the bank, as you'd say. We were two-sevenths. We got promoted in his first season of the Championship. I know it's not been great. I completely agree. I can see the arguments for Nuno out, but he deserves another pre-season, freshen up the squad, get rid of who he wants, get in some players and have another go next year. We've We've had terrible look of injuries. You've got I know everyone bangs on about it and people hate to hear it, but it's true. When Raul got injured, we just knew didn't we from there it was going to be so hard. And it's been near enough relegation for him since then. And I just feel like mm. he deserves another shot at it. And I think last season, how long it was and how weird it was, it's caught up caught up on us. That's why the injuries have been coming thick and fast recently. I think the one thing I really think he needs to change is his small squad. He's got a bulky squad up again for next season. And if we start off the first 10 games and we're really it's the same and nothing changes, even when we're all back in the the ground, then I'm with you. Then we've got to look to change. All good things come to an end, but right now is not the time. I think he's got to be in the hot seat at the start of next season. Give him a full pre-season again, because that's the excuses he always uses, and let's go from there. But I do see why people are doing no out, but we've got to show a bit more loyalty, I think.
0: You know my stance on things. I don't need to go into it, but do you think... Do you think the club, and this is the big question for me, he's obviously under pressure. Jeff Shea's face, Steve Ball's face, were a picture <laughs> at the weekend. Do you think the club will back him when he's so under pressure come the summer window,
2: I think so. Like I say, I think yeah. he's done so much for us. I think Jeff She seems like a kind of a loyal bloke, so I think he'll uh, give him a chance and I think they will. I think they'll back him. But it's weird with the transfers because everyone says Nuno has the last the last word on who comes in. But I don't feel like he does too much, to be honest. So be interesting to see who they bring in. And we've been... The, the 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 windows have been poor, haven't they? Let's be honest. The, the transfer activity hasn't been the best. So we need a really good window, don't we?
0: Yeah, we do. The poor, and that's another reason why we've been so shit this season. I just think it's two, or, two or three windows consecutively of very poor recruitment has bitten us on the arse. But, Finn, do you think the club will back him in the summer?
1: If you still are. As much as they would any other manager, I think, I don't think it's going to be splashing major cash. I don't think anyone's going to be, but yeah, I can't see them. Like if we don't spend loads, I don't think it's because of their backing of Nunaf, if you know what I mean. I think it is going to be limited. Mm. And if it is sell to buy, like I dread to think who's going to go. Mm. Um, But yeah, I think they're going to spend within their means of who they would have, like with anyone, if that makes sense.
0: Looking at the shortlist at the club of, supposedly drawn up for if Nuno does go. And I think there is a good possibility that he will go at the end of the season. I don't think he'll walk. I think his comments suggest that he's not going to walk. The only reason he goes is if he's sacked. However, the shortlist they've drawn up with people like, was it Bruno Lager? Um There was a few of them as well. Yeah, he was the ex-Benfica manager. I would rather stick with Nuno than nose because... I don't really see. I don't really see the point of it. If we were going to bring in a, a, a more of an unproven coach who plays a bit more of an attacking philosophy, more on the front foot, expansive football, then I'd be all for it. But then to replace him with the likes of Bruno Larger and then even talk of Mourinho, and it sounds absolutely mental. To turn play, we won't want Mourinho, but I don't think it solves the problem because that they're, they're like for like the exact yeah. exact same, same like pragmatic tactics. approach, and I think we need a step in an, another direction. And I think this cycle for me has come to an end in the way that we play. And it might be that he's in charge next season. We go to a four, we get two new centre we But this is the thing: if we're if we're gonna swap to a four, we're
2: we're going to have to spend a that, serious amount of dough to yeah. get back to even close to where we were. That's the thing, though, Matt. Like, I know it's been an absolute disaster this season, but Nuno did try, didn't he? But I think he should have seen wasn't that with the plan. injuries, I know he, he shouldn't
0: he wasn't
2: have. The plan. Because, well, he that game it's Arsenal, Raul got injured, we went four at yeah. the back. So he was trying to do this 4.0 everyone jokes about. So he tried to. He kept saying, didn't he? I want to be more, have more possession and attack teams, and he did it when Raúl just got injured. Really, that's when he started to do it, and it just went completely to pot, didn't it? So he has kind well, of tried just defending them a little bit, but he, he's done it at the complete the wrong time. We were opinion.
0: pretty shit before Raúl got injured, though. and we were scraping points, yeah, okay. the, yeah. the best started had to a season, bloody yonks, and it's like, and I've always said the same: more like results over performances. But when the results stop coming in and the performances are as bad as that. I just, I really, really struggled to watch it, and I really struggle to back it. But mm. it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting one, I think. That if the club will pull the trigger, I don't think it'll be this season. I think it'd be in the summer, and I think it might be a bit more of a mutual thing rather than one party going, like, now, see you later." I think it might be a, some honest conversations to have. But it's um, this is the this is the, probably the closest I've seen it to him being more people being Nuno out than Nuno yeah. in. And I it's mostly that, Facebook, yeah. Twitter and Nuno out, Facebook and Nuno in. And I think it's because of the different demographics. <laughs> but that's pretty much what it is, because obviously Facebook's a yeah. all an generation. And what what I don't like the narrative of well, you can't be a proper fan, you can't be a proper fan, you can only support us the last two years and be careful what you wish for. Um and I get that. And it's fantastic and, and, and stuff like that. But Ranieri got sacked by Leicester when they are on a decline, now we're fighting relegation. If you take out Raul's injury, mate, I think we'd be in the bottom three or close to it. So, it's been a very, very poor season. Um, However, until, and I'm I'm sure this echoes the thoughts of many Wolves fans, until that decision is made and until Nuno's not the manager of Wolves and we continue to, continue to back him, continue to support the team. um, But, it is making it very, very difficult at the minute because it's so shit to watch. (laughs) But, like I said, if we beat the Albion this season, or all, all will be kind of forgotten. Right then, fellas, we've got quite a few questions to get through. Um, thanks for those who have, who have sent them in. Really appreciate that. Um, we'll start with we'll start with with, with um Twitter. And this is probably more so a question for you, Finn, after after watching the game today. It's a question from Roy Oakley. Um, did you watch under 23s today? Thoughts on those, lads. some real quality in there. Are we all for thought at the back now for the last five games? Do we need, really, really need to see the likes of Moutinho, Neves, Samedo, Cody, Sace, Bolly, et cetera? So we start with the first question. Finn, did you watch the game? What did you think of the quality?
1: Well, I am working from home. So I had one eye on it and the other eye firmly on my work. Um, so I didn't, <laughs> uh, didn't like, I, I was kind of watching it. Um, the first goal especially, I'd noted that Marquez played this unbelievable defence split, like Cody of old. From that sweeper position, oh, it was unbelievable, brilliant ball, and, and Ottawa and him stood out. Um, Corbiano as well. It did look like we were lacking a, a, a good striker, um, so there's no one really coming through there. I think, and an, is it Connor Carty signed mm-hmm. an extension this week? Um, nothing really special there, but we scored three goals, um, and looked overall pretty impressive from what I saw. Um, but yeah, Marquez, I think that's that's a guy to keep an eye on. And then what was the second part? Um um, are we four? At the, are we all for four at the back of the last five games? So we need
0: to see the likes of Matini, basically the the, the the regular yeah. starters. He's got samado in there, but I'd, I'd, I'd want Out to with see the old game. in with the new. I'm not yeah. Benonker <laughs> as well. We'll come on to that in a bit. because He's had a shocker yeah. this season, but I think we've all, already covered that. But just in in a nutshell, four or five, four at the back or five at the back for the last few games. Um,
1: after just saying four at the back for Albion, I've decided in my head after watching Leicester pull them apart that was with five. Um, so, as I've said a lot before, the five doesn't have to be defensive. Leicester play an attacking five at the back. Like, Castagna was in their box a lot, just like Doherty was. If we can go with something like that, a mentality like that, I've now switched in my head and I'm going with that. And if he's sticking with five, let us probably lean towards it just for safety. Um, But with exciting players in there. And let's chuck the wing-backs over the halfway line. Why not? Every other team does it, apart from us, for some reason.
0: Yeah. Um question from L Williams 09 on the Instagram um Harry do you think we will sign any strikers this
2: summer and then
0: if so who would you like to who would you like to bring in
2: I think we definitely will because I think Jose won't be a Wolves player next year that's just me but the, the one person everyone if I'm doing like a stream or something everyone always shouts out the to- Tony from Brentford in the championship yeah so somebody will. like him because I'll be honest my uh, I rely on Dave for uh, the European knowledge of players we're linked with. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not too clued up. So, anyone and and like, like a him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because obviously <laughs> we've seen we've seen Watkins worked for Villa and he come out of the Championship. So maybe someone like Tony, but I don't know, man. What do you guys think?
0: Oh, I. I the, the problem is you have got the, you, and this is. Basically, with with Raul coming back and being the same player that he was, which I don't think we can make any guarantees about, but you're going to have that issue that Spurs have with Kane. It's like you're going to come in and you're going to play second fiddle. Yeah. What striker who's proven and will get your goals in the Prem and, and at the age of 26, 27, he's mm-hmm. going to want to do that? That's why I think Fabio Silva is perfect for, and what I would personally like us to see is someone who can operate across the front three. Someone similar to a Campos, we won't sign him, he's mm-hmm. too good. He plays in the Champions League but someone of that nature who can slot in across the front three because we need Weidman anyway. But, Finn, do you think we'll sign a striker and who would you like? I know we have been linked with Tammy Abraham in the last few days, who I really like anyway. But, again, it's not hmm. going to come forward.
1: Yeah, and also our sort of, even with Tony that, that Harry said, ours normally, like, as in you want to get Tony, Brentford are brilliant at it, signing in for what, like five million? And they could sell him on for probably 40. You want to get him that, I mean, we nearly got Tony, didn't we? Was it from Newcastle for about 2 million? Um, yeah. But I never see us doing those sorts of English transfers for big money. Um, and another player, I think you can pronounce him better than I can, but the Valencia winger. Um, you can go for it, Matt. Get, get a shot. Um, is get it
0: sh- uh, Ogan Karla No, good. Gr- yeah, I, he'd be yeah, that's it. Good, yeah, 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 yeah. He'd be good as a winger and play
1: second striker as well. Um, nom- someone like him, nom- I'd, I'd like to see, year, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's also there's a Portuguese striker that's just been relegated with Schalke. If we really want to scrape low, maybe he's a. I saw um he's got nice hair. That's all I recognise. Um, but he's Portuguese, so why not?
0: That's We've up. been linked with someone else from Schalke. Schalke, haven't we? Um, fellow was at um was he at Derby years ago? Um, central midfielder. Oh, bloody hell. Omar Masquerel. Mas- oh, not all the Spanish oh, bloke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. been <laughs> with him recently. Like, I know he hasn't pulled many trees up for Schalke this season, but I don't think many of them have. Brought...
1: We like a plodding midfielder. Get him in. Would you give uh, that, Rafa
2: a <laughs> chance? <to laughs> say again, mate. Would you give Rafa Mera a chance? here we've um, I, no,
0: really. I don't think. Unless he, unless he comes back to Walls and gets. The, the a similar return for wolves in the Prem, I don't think his stock's going to be any higher. And the Spanish mm. clubs love him, so I reckon you could probably get 15 20 million out of him. Just flogging, we need we need incomings. Like yeah. he's not going to come back to wolves and play. Same with Catroni, you'll be lucky to get five or six million for if you sell them to there's what 25 million. Who else can go? It.
1: Yeah, you, know, uh, who else
0: have you got that, that could go. Then Donka, you might get 15 million, 20 million for him. Tops, uh, um, but now yeah, yeah very good point. good point. Fifteen yeah. million they want, you'd probably get around ten or twelve. You know, before you know it, you've got if if then donke was to go as well, you've got like fifty five million in transfers in transfer kitty there. He can go and buy yeah. a good centre half with Taps I over think that
1: over With um with uh Rafame, like as we've seen with Jose, if you can do it in the Spanish league, it's not like we could bring him back and then his value starts going as to like where it is now, especially if he goes to the Euros and gets two goals. um. But yeah, I think you, you sell him on. um. And so they're saying we we're going to sell him Adama for about 30, weren't they? If you can keep Adama mm. and then sell, yeah, like Vinagra and Mir for the same price, two players that we're without at the moment, that makes so much more financial sense. But then again, Mir, I've seen Inter Milan linked he'll go there, bag 25 in a season, and we'll say, why didn't we keep him? So, Just either way. Just get the, st- get the
0: sell, on, sell on. We won't get a buyback, but a decent sell yeah. on i will be happy with. Um, question from Kieran Barker. Um, contributed to Talking Walls as well. Fantastic writer. Do check out his stuff at Um Is Leander Dendonka good enough, or should we replace him in the summer, Harry?
2: I think he, I think he should be back up, yeah. I think... Um... He has had a shocker, hasn't he, whether he's played defence or midfield this season. His finishing's been awful when he's been in midfield. I, I just think it'd be the same with safe as well. I think those two should be back up on the bench and bring in replacements, definitely. Mm, Finn, would, um, would, you, would, you, would, you, would you flog him, Harry, or would you just have him as backup? I'd keep him as backup because he's quite versatile, isn't he? But he does need yeah. to
1: improve his performances, definitely. Finn? I, th- I think there's a few players in that team that are just genuinely a bit dopey. And without fans, you <laughs> really exposed it. I think Dendonka comes across dopey. Sace comes across dopey. Even Bolly sometimes just doesn't look like he's there. Uh, even Samedo, Like, I, I just think some players like Dendonka, you've seen a drastic sort of fall off a cliff basically since fans have not been there. Maybe, I, I know it's like a really desperate point, but having someone shouting at him will then to see, like the old Dendonka was brilliant in all action, his finishing was never Mm. amazing, but at least he was putting in tackles, like the last few games that hasn't been there, so I think you've got I wouldn't sell him because his value is going to be a lot lower than what we would have got before and there is a potential player in there, but I think that that is a genuine point as like basic as it sounds, some of them just come across so like half asleep, especially Mm. with no fans
0: Yeah, definitely Um, I remember the Everton game in the first season when we beat him 3-1 and he was outstanding in the middle of the park. Yeah. He, he took a yeah. piss. To get a player like that back would be great. But yeah. again, it's just... It, it looks a shell of the, the player he was. And, and to be fair, quite a lot of the players do at the minute. Uh, question from Tom Wood in Seven. Um, top three managerial shortlist if Nuno goes? Instead of us doing a top three, I think we'll just give our, 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 our kind of preferred manager. I'll start with you, Finn. If Nuno was to go and you got one pick, and a realistic pick, so if you say Nagelsmann, it won't count... Who would your who
1: would you manager be? I've researched after thinking on the face of it that Jesse March. I had a look into him, and I think he's going to be a brilliant manager. I just think you want another job in between. Like I could probably win the Austrian league with Salzburg. Like he won the league with Haaland up front and Sabozlai, lie uh, Key Chan in behind. Like I'm I think arena. he needs another job before we take the risk. I'm leaning towards Vash Boas just for a bit of fun. Ooh. I think. Outspoken guy, entertaining football, Portuguese. Um, so probably him. Not that I want anyone else in, but if we had to, yeah. I mean, he's available, isn't he? After storming out of his own club over a signing, which is brilliant. So both one of the
0: Facebook Wolves moms to uh, drill over He's Quite a good looking fellow. isn't he? <laughs> he's good. A, he's yeah, yeah. a good looking bloke. I do appreciate. I just want to see you know a manager who stands on his haunches on the touchline. That's, mm. that's the kind of manager I want. <laughs> Harry, who would who would you go for, um, mate? If you had a realistic chance and Nuno had gone.
2: I like, I like that shout from Finn, but the other names, Benitez, that's probably a safe option. People were saying Gerrard, I don't think I'd go for that. Even people are saying Lampard, but probably, I'll just say, just to be different, I'll say Benitez. Raffer.
0: I think with Rafa, though, again, you you get that pragmatic approach and it's very negative, however, mm. he's won the Champions League. So, it's it, it's a difficult mm. one for me. I really like Jesse Marsh. However, I think he's nailed on for the Leipzig jog because Nagelman's going to go and that's obviously a well-trodden path, isn't it? So, um mm-hmm. I would like to see uh Gerard given a go. If not, I think it really? could be I could be I think it could be viable. Um purely because the Liverpool job isn't up at the minute. And if he goes and does it at Wolves in the Prem and gets us into Europe again or top six, then Liverpool would come calling. I think when the Klopp's tenure comes to an end. So I would like to see Gerard have been very impressed with his time at, at Rangers and the way he's galvanised that squad and um yeah, he's, he's, he's done a tremendous job with not fantastic players at his disposal. And you say, yeah, but it's a shit league, but they've got to start Europa League quarterfinals. Yeah. So he's done an amazing job there. So for me, I think if you couldn't get Jesse Marsh, it would be it would be Stephen
1: Gerrard. Um, it's, a whole but... new, um, <laughs> it's a whole new debate like <laughs> Gerrard Lampard-Skulls, isn't it? It's going to be who do you want as manager next? Gerrard Lampard-Skulls?
0: Not Lampard. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Lampard. Um, uh, I'll ask... One more question. Um, try and find a good one, or well, most of them are. are is, is it time for Nuno to go? Okay, we'll ask it. We'll ask a fun question just to let on a on a leave it on a, on a lighter note and a bit more positive note because I'm conscious that all I've done, anyways, Moon, you two haven't you've have been, been quite positive, but um, Finn, if you were a boxer or a mixed martial artist, what would your walk on song be? <laughs>
1: Would you do a Tony Bellew and do um Silver Lining? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Give Harry, you got your more you probably Harry's got this now. You're, you're a, watching, I've actually forward, thought about this quite a lot, and I
2: it's probably quite <laughs> controversial because I think the Albion still play it. I'd go for the liquidator 100 percent man <laughs> liquidator, really? Yeah, well, that imagine, be class. imagine that in the Civic Hall on the on it for the Commonwealth
0: title, <laughs>
2: that would be Ollie? amazing. So I know, I know, I love fighter. Mickey Ward's though as well. Mickey Ward's walk in song, here yeah, I go again yeah. on my own. That's a classic. I know, I know, I know there's a fighter <laughs> from
0: Stoke, and I can't remember his name, but he comes on to Delilah, doesn't he? And like it goes absolutely oh. mental. I can't remember his name though. Um, no, I can't think of his name. I think He's on Black Country um, boxing promotions anyway. Finn, what's your song?
1: I'm trying to think. Oh, t- yeah, I'll go yeah liquidate oh i'll go yeah i'll be go a different. mexican
2: song since because all the fans in the crowd oh, yeah be you're watching yeah. <laughs> <be> <laughs> like, you know,
1: me walking up with a mask Despacito. <laughs> 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 um yeah something spanish. Something, spanish something spanish there's a new travis scott nice nice they can't be having that scott. <laughs> right. um, i'll put it in the comments shakira
0: and yeah, oh, yeah. Is it something that you think about a lot, Harry? Because it has crossed my mind a little bit. You know? you got to, oh, yeah.
2: You got to... like, one of my favourite boxers, you mentioned him just, is, is Tony Bell. You, I, I just love the fact that he was have this Everton Bad John come into their song. In my head, I've sat there after a few points, thinking, I'd love to do that walk out at Molyneux with the what, liquidator. What about, playing. um, I don't
0: know. I, I, it's, um, have a think about it, Finn. Put it in the comments. And yeah, if anyone know. else has got any thoughts on what they come out to, whack them in the comments too, because it's uh, I'll be interesting to know. But lads, I think that's just about all we've got time for. It's been an absolute pleasure, Harry. Fantastic to see you again, mate. Finn, also, as well, as a become become quite a regular fixture. No Rouse this week, he couldn't be asked. he didn't watch the Burnley game. Um, <laughs> um I mean. no, he's probably got his uh priorities straight, but. Fantastic yeah. to see you both as ever. Harry, where can people find you, should they wish?
2: Yeah, it's just Harry Mansell on YouTube. at Harry Underline Mansell on Twitter.
0: Underline. <laughs> it <still> yeah. having... <laughs> 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 oh, Never ceases to make me laugh. Finn, where can people find you, should they wish? Are you back on the YouTube yet?
1: I might do it this weekend. To, well, Monday, to be honest. You up for it, Harry. Jump on vlogger box again. i might going to do one. Sort of I'm going to do one, yeah. All right, yeah. Well, maybe this Monday, yeah. Finner's on YouTube. R Three months <laughs> off, but we might be back. I-, I left on the West Brom game last time. So, I mean, I've said it every podcast. I might you be sure, back yeah. soon, but it would be poetic <laughs> to come back for this one. Only if we win, though. If we lose, yeah. See you in a few months. I
0: love how you, I love how you never ask me. <laughs> <laughs> how you, how you never...
1: <laughs> Where can we find you, Matthew?
0: No, I mean to come on the blogger box, mate. <laughs> oh, you,
1: what, would you?
0: Would you do <laughs> I don't it? Know, you know,
1: are you prepared after to the get last, called a nonce
0: after, after the last album game? Being told to kill myself by about 40 people, I could probably <laughs> do about it at the minute, but my
1: really <laughs> good invitations. I think I'm going to do it. What should we do? Like, drink every time. I want to do it like as a drinking gate every time someone has a shot, every time, every time West Brom score will be hammered. Um, but. Yeah, I'll pitch it to you all. I'll pitch it. I'm sure there's something uh, uh, by next Monday.
2: Every time Jure puts it in the smith again, I just want to see another. I just want to see another shh down the camera. A little console, console, dive yeah. on the camera, yeah. <laughs> yeah. classic. That <laughs> was. Well,
0: Express and Star messaged me early saying, "Can you do the um, can you do the fans video for the and game?" I was like, I can't, "I can't put myself through this again, like twice." <laughs> 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 but um, we move. Um, if you want to find me, it's M Cooper Writes, Writers in Written on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Talking Wolves is at Talking Walls across all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, if you're new here, make sure you subscribe. If you've enjoyed the video, make sure you like and comment down below and also comment your you walkout to if you're a boxer. And hopefully, by the time we next speak to you, we've, um, we've absolutely trounced West Brom. However, I'll hold my breath until then. Until next time, next time, next time, guys, enjoy yourself. Take it easy and we'll see you very soon.